Nothing important, Matt Ray is back for another motherfucking episode. We going low volume. We going low volume today, ladies and gentlemen. I was just on, um, I was in my email, actually. And I got an email update that uh, I thought was was brilliant. I really enjoyed reading this email. It was informative. No, um, it, it was just from Spotify. Talking about Patreon and Spotify now have a partnership where they are allowing people to upload through the platform of Patreon their private pay to view or pay to listen episodes. And that will go directly on Spotify. And I was like, genius. That's fucking genius. And I appreciated when huge conglomerates, when these big corporations, they do something to empower the artist. Because that's going to be the way of the future, ladies and gentlemen, you like it or not. It is going to be these platforms who obviously have such power and such influence, you know, a corporation like Spotify, company like Spotify. Um, but for them to make that move where they're like, yo, let's let's allow people who are creating podcasts or music um, privatize some of that and monetize some of that, you know, be able to go through the platform of Patreon, which is already great and um, privatize some of their content and have that uploaded onto the medium where people could experience that. Like Spotify, what a motherfucking wave. What a motherfucking wave. I think that is the way of the future, though. That is the way of the future. The way things have led up to now, I don't have a negative perspective on the way that um, entertainment or that relationship between a corporation and an artist, how that is, because it's just, it's what happened, you know? You could look at it in... Uh, as a negative, there are negative aspects to it, but that would be a very short-sighted way to look at things. When you when you see something and you look at the history of something and you see only the negative aspects, that's almost implying that there is no future. It's almost implying that there is no tomorrow, and we all understand that that's an impossibility, ladies and gentlemen. There is not a comet that is headed for planet Earth. Everything's going to be fucking okay. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay, ladies and gentlemen. With that mindset, when you're looking at, you know, entertainment industry or the way things have gone, it's, it's a game. It's a money game. It could be nasty. But the future is upon us. And I see a future where more companies get on board with that type of attitude, that type of mentality, where they allow people to... Um, not only privatize and put a paywall up for certain parts of their content, but, you know, partnerships. That works for Spotify, that works for Patreon. Mutually beneficial relationships. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Mutually beneficial relationships is the wave. It is the wave, ladies and gentlemen. It might feel like draining somebody's motherfucking soul force. <laughs> And drinking somebody's blood is the wave. That's not the wave. Mutually beneficial relationships, that's the wave. That's what helps sustain for longevity. That's the wave. Get on board. Shout out Spotify. Shout out Patreon. I will partake. Anybody who's a continual listen to Nothing Important podcast, you can now go check out some exclusive content and support me. 
And I would appreciate that. Um, but just from like a standpoint, objective observing standpoint, if you are creative in general, you love to see shit like that because it's not always about your win. We all want to win, ladies and gentlemen. We all want to ascend the metaphorical ladder that is, you know, the, the thing that's in between us being on the ground and our dreams, the life we see for ourselves. And it doesn't have to be such a defined thing. What I'm just talking about is just making a living doing what you enjoy doing. What an incredible gift that is. What an incredible accomplishment that is. And in order to carve out your little space in this world, um, it can be complex sometimes. It can be pretty complex. So from an artist's perspective, from a create creative perspective, to see a company taking a step like that, yo, we're going to partner with another big company and we're going to allow people to put that paywall up and you could just shoot onto this medium. That's good vibes. That's good vibes. <clears throat> Somebody wins off of that. You realize that you win off of that in the long run. You got to recognize that. You got to recognize the big picture. It is positive. It is, it is a good thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was checking that out. I was like, yo, that's cool, man. Way of the future. If you think about the future in terms of uploading content or being a creative or um, the business mixed with the artistic side. And I feel like human beings are evolving. The human race is evolving. Technology is bridging the gap in information between individuals who in the past may have just been 100% on the side of being a creative, which there's nothing wrong with that. You know, to be a genius, to be artistic, to be somebody who has great ideas, to be somebody who expresses things in, in a very unique perspective. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. But in the past, there would be that personality type and they would have to couple with the business mind personality type. And I feel like human evolution, because of the advancements of technology, and once again, bridging that gap between people not knowing what the fuck is going on and having some information in the palm of their hand, Pandora's box, get with it. It's in the palm of your hand. Um, utilize the tool. But that is leading to, you know, creatives being more... You know, not not experts. It's not like you're going to change an artist. An artist is an artist, but they at least have more information than they, than they did in the past. You know, I still think teams are important. I still think that business structure, having people around you have a business mindset, that's always very, very important. But you now have access to information and these corporations are taking steps where they're trying to empower the people who are creative. And that's a wonderful thing. Mutually beneficial relationships. Get on the wave. Um, yeah, love to see it. Love to see it. What else is going on, ladies and gentlemen? I just saw that and it's like, you know, we, we, we exist in a reality where... Um, and I think about it, it's interesting, man. I think my perspective may have been incorrect growing up. I always looked at the world or the perception of success and affluence and assumed that there was some level of bad or evil in the obtaining of that 
or in just something in the back of your head. You know, it's just normal shit. I'm a millennial, grew up in inception of the internet going into everybody's household, conspiracy theories, and all that does is fill your head up with a lot of, there are some powers that be out there, and, uh, you know, the more money people have, the more evil they are, and power is bad, and it corrupts absolutely, and as an adult now, I look at it, and I, I don't necessarily have that same perspective. I don't necessarily have that same perspective. I feel that lack of resource and desperation for resource can result in more ill behavior than maybe, um, you know, greed. It is greed. You know, there's people with money that have greed and then there's people without money that have greed. And I'm a little, you know what I'm saying? The people without it that have greed, that's a little scarier. (laughs) That's a little scarier, you know? I really look at things a little bit different. It's not as cut and dry as the media makes. And and even when you say something like that, even when I say something like that, it kills the uh, multifaceted nature of what the media actually is. It's a whole bunch of different entities. It's a whole bunch of different entities, and these comprise off of pe- are comprised of people. They're comprised of human beings, tons and tons of human beings that make up these tons of entities that we call the media. It's like the man, bro. Fuck the man, and it's just the concept is one evil power, but it is a whole bunch of things. It's a, it's it's a you know a tug of war between. Thousands and thousands of corporations and businesses and personal interest, and each one of those thousands and you know tens of thousands are comprised of tons of individuals, and they have their own. You know, it gets it's, it's very complex. What I'm trying to say is, it's not as cut and dry as what the big picture appears to be. The big picture. I feel like is a, I don't even know if it's a uh, manufactured illusion. It may be the byproduct of all of the, the, you know, all of the different factors, all of the different interests. And what it appears to be is fear mongering is the only way to make money. And what it appears to be is one group fighting against another group in this, you know, a secret society that's creating conflict with people on the ground level or we're getting distracted. And I don't know that it's that. I don't know that it's it's that. I think it's very complex and the byproduct of the complexity of people wanting to obtain power, once again, tens of thousands of different powerful corporations and that, that comprise of what we consider the media and within each one of these tons of people with their own personal interests, that complexity, the byproduct of that may appear to be, you know, the man, big brother. It's not that, it's not that cut and dry. You know, you live, you live enough on this planet, you start to realize as well that evil doesn't have a, a costume. (laughs) Evil don't carry a flag. There are good people 
that are part of bad organizations. There are bad people that are part of good organizations. There are good people who uh, look a certain way and there are people who look that exact way that are fucking evil. It's like there's not, that's not the, the indicator of it. And I think the concentration on the, you know, just the, where we at, where, we're, where human beings are at right now, concentration on trying to identify groups that are evil. So if you're a part of this or you agree with an idea, you're now grouped into something and somebody thinks that group is evil. That's that's the way the world right now. It's like people, the you know, different little mobs. I hate these people. These people hate me. And it's not a true analysis of individual to another individual. It's like you, you have an idea. All of a sudden, you're part of this movement or this group and you're in somebody's enemy. It's fucking, it's, it's wild that human beings, are. That, that's the way we are. Uh, that's where we are, though. That's where we are. I do see a different future. Um, but in that, man, it's like, makes you see as well. I, I do believe what I said, man. I think the desperation for resource creates uh, dangerous mindsets. And all I learned growing up was white man evil. And all I learned growing up was money makes you evil. Just, you know, obviously I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, grew up in the projects. Grew up Christian. And, um, but as an adult, I look at that and I realize like, nah, it's not, it's not what it is, man. It's not what it is. I think the predominance of what's going on in this planet is a lot of hurt people. And they hurt people. And I think one of the most knee-jerk responses to people being hurt is to develop a hunger for not just security or to get outside of that hurt, but for vengeance and for power. People get on that. You know what I mean? It's why when somebody is on the ropes, it's like everybody wants to take a fucking shot. Everybody wants to take a motherfucking shot. They have the, everybody has their own pains. And there's no, <laughs> you know, we, 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 we still rely on, a lot on the psychological breakthroughs of guys that are dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? We still bring up like Sigmund Freud and, you know, all these guys that we base modern psychology off of. You don't really hear about like a hot new thinker. Somebody is popping out in the scene that has some like groundbreaking psychological breakthroughs. We're working with, you know, some outdated information. We've not yet gotten to a point where we can psychologically heal people of trauma without that natural response of turning bitter. And, you know, I think what they call it is like losing your innocence and growing up, you know, uh, I don't like to think about things like that. I do believe even in a world that is harsh and is brutal on the surface, I think there are tons of empathetic, mature, and this is not victims I'm talking about. I'm talking about strong individuals who are contributing to society. But I think they're good people. I still like to believe that there are good people on this planet. Uh, how would you define good? The attempt, 
the you know what I mean? They're trying to be better. They're trying in a very calculated, intelligent way. You don't want to be foolish as well. You learn that as you get older as well. Like sometimes you don't want to help certain people. Sometimes you're extending yourself to help individuals. And that's not the wisest thing to do because you don't know what's, who that individual is, really. You don't know what, what it's in their, what's in their mind. Once they receive that help, how they would react. So you don't want to set yourself up, but you get what I'm saying? I still think they are good people. I still really do believe so. And um, I think evidence of that is when you see corporations that make tons of money make an effort to do something to help. Another issue that we have, because we do live in a system that can't, you can't just snap your fingers and it change overnight. The way capitalism is set up, the way the structure of power is set up in America, it is extremely convoluted, it is extremely complex, it is very bureaucratical, and there's so many, once again, organizations and systems in place that it's not as simple as just snapping your fingers and it changing overnight. That's a very idealistic, dreamlike uh, mentality to have that we could just, because there's a better way that we could just implement that. So I get that out of the way immediately. Understanding that there's this uh, subconscious habit that individuals have where because resources are so concentrated on a small portion of the population, people don't, I feel like they're not looking at it correctly. They're not looking at the potential for a better future correctly. Everybody wants to get theirs. Everybody wants to get theirs. Everybody wants to secure themselves. Everybody wants to line their pocket. I get it. But for the conditions to get better for everybody, I think a perspective shift when we look at these corporations that we call evil or these monopolies or, uh, you know, they just out for money and whatever. It is what it is. It is what the fuck it is. You see somebody like Spotify, you see somebody like Patreon shake hands with each other for it's a money play. They're forecasting something I think is is on point. I think the future is going to be empowerment in the hands of creators. I think people are going to evolve. Not everybody. It's not, you know, everybody don't get on the boat. It's not everybody going to be successful. But the way the evolution of successful creators is going to come about is they're going to be more, the creatives, the artists are going to become more savvy. And I think these companies, they see that. And they're like, yo, let's get on this early. They're making their money, but they're also doing something that's humane. They're handing an opportunity for people to create opportunity for themselves. That's humanity. That's humane. And if, like, I could not imagine, and this is not like sympathizing with people who are incomprehensibly richer. That's not what this is. This is really thinking about things correctly. If you are in a position of great need, if your community is in a position of great need, is the mentality to get out of that situation uh, if you've in your brain identified the oppressor or the uh, corporation or the entity as just 100% evil. You've just written them off completely in your brain. There's no working around it. They need to be destroyed, right? Okay. Um, and I, I don't know what you do. You go make quilts and fucking flags and go march. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. What I'm saying is not to 
lose sight of, I guess, the perceived enemy or that there's a war going on? Obviously. Obviously. It's, it's fucking life. What I'm saying is understanding and developing the skills to build mutually beneficial relationships and pitching these things to these corporations that are perceived as evil or greedy or thieves. This shit is real. It's, it's fucking rough. It's rough. But I feel like the focus is so heavily on defense or placing blame and not on innovation and creativity. And I feel that creatives and artists, regardless of when in time, you know, people come up in any, every generation that think differently. And we call these people trailblazers. We call these people groundbreaking. We call them eclectic. We call them artists. These people hold power to think about things outside of the box. And what if all the energy that is placed on, this is the problem. This is the devil. This is the man. We got to destroy. We got to get away from. We have to empower ourselves. All of that energy was placed into understanding the way that things work and trying to use the innovation and creativity to create mutually beneficial relationships. Is that me being naive? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, once again, people get hurt. And that's the thing about pain is that it creates a memory. And that memory can be post-traumatic stress or it could just be something that sticks with you. That's the purpose of memory, right? So the, the pain that you experience, it happens and after that thing is done, you're in the safe place. You're, not, you're no longer in that, in that area of pain. But a lot of people, it's a human function of the brain to protect yourself from that happening again. You hold that memory and you have triggers that would bring up that memory to try to protect you. Okay, so that's how that works. Um, that's not how time works, though. There's a lot of people that go through pains or ills in society and then society changes you know and to be stuck in that pain is a waste of you know moving on into the societal change thinking about the future things have been very fucking shitty i'm not saying everything is gonna <laughs> it's gonna be great going forward but i i do believe in in the seat of being an artist or creative that focusing energy and giving energy toward how things are shifting. It's subtle, but you can see it. You can see it. You know, these, these companies, it's undeniable. Spotify, Patreon, they're looking at something and they're saying, you know, this is, this is happening. Let, let us prepare ourselves and do something that's great for our business, but it's also mutually beneficial. It'll help people, you know? Focus that energy on that. Because you can't change what's happened. You can't change what's happened. Um, you can change your reaction to what happened. You can control that. And once you control your reaction, you're now in the present moment making the change for the future. You, what? What? What is this motherfucking philosophy? Uh... <laughs> I believe I'm right. I believe I'm right. Yeah. 
you know why I I uh I know these things are right, these moves. Like I read an email like that and I'm like, that is a good thing. Because you know something's right when it makes you feel good, but doesn't necessarily benefit you initially. But it's just the way that you want to see the world go. It's the way that you want to see the world go. I wonder how much of that people keep alive in them, in this game of life, in this pursuit of trying to secure yourself and create comfort around you and create um, you know, the reality of your dreams manifesting. How many people keep alive inside of them the want outside of their circumstances of the way that they wish the world to be? Does that stay alive? You know what I mean? People's opinions about life. You hear about that a lot in history, man. The passion that men and women had about their ideas of the way shit should be. Not, it feels like now it's like very much the ideas of who should have what. It's not fair. This person has this and I want this. This person has this. Not how society is run. Not the world that your children are going to grow up in, not the things that they're exposed to, not, you know, justice and injustice. It feels like everybody's just so, oh, what, what do I get? How can I secure myself? And all you hear about in history is like people putting themselves in front of harm's way <laughs> in every way fucking possible. Going to wars, just pure danger they face themselves with. And all in the concept of maintaining or creating liberties that a lot of these individuals didn't even get to experience themselves. They were interested not just in experiencing the world, but fighting so that world that they see in their mind can be in existence for everybody. You know, does, every, does anybody keep that alive in them? I think there are people that do that. All the talk of we're in the future, we're in the future, technology and technocracies are taking over and people are very fearful of um, the melding of human beings into technology and transhumanism and all these things. And everybody is allowed their opinion. I am such an advocate for people to have their opinions. I'm such an advocate for people to say in their heart, this is wrong, this is evil. I believe that anybody should believe that. If somebody's walking around and their belief is that a black cat is, an, is the devil, they should be allowed that freedom to believe that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> should they have the, the right to go and, you know, try to massacre black cats? No. No. But they should have the right to believe that. And I think about the way that the world is going. There's so many conflicting ideas on where we're at. I grew up Christian, so the prevailing subconscious alarms in my brain deal with like the book of revelations and the end times and the antichrist and all these things and um it's not to discredit or to credit that it's just an analysis an objective analysis of there's so many belief systems there's so many ideas circulating there's so many groups of people that have philosophies and methods of of living their lives and so you know 
right now we we technology has just smacked humanity. Technology has just come on the scene and advanced so fucking quickly, so quickly around the globe that we're all we've all been in a spin cycle. The individuals who are the puppets and the puppeteers as well. It's been a fucking wild ride. It's been it's happened very quickly. So we're at this place where I think the consensus leans into this is the end. This is the end. I don't think this is the end. I don't think we're we're headed toward dystopia. I don't think we're headed toward um you know? I think it's life. I think it's life. I think people in the 1700s probably had that same idea in their head. This is the end. Anytime anything came out that was fucking groundbreaking. Anytime there was a huge shift in culture. Anytime there was a big war in a country and the power dichotomy shifted. Anytime there was a huge natural disaster. That thing happens in the subconscious of a human mind. This is the end. And we you know, might go to our belief system. We might go to the fight or flight or however we express that. But... I think it's just life. Life is wild. It's just wild. Your pains and your beliefs are not time, though. And it's not change. And time and change are the constants. So, I, you know, that's, that's what I think. I think it, it'll probably be healing for humanity once we learn not to accept pain or hurt, but to... Um, Get away from the ego of thinking what we've gone through is what is, is, is an expression of the world. It's not. It's not. It's just life is fucking wild. <laughs> it's just life is fucking wild. And um, to get outside of that box, to get out of the side of that ego trap and to look at, once again, not only what benefits you but the world you want to see not only just the world you want to see your kids grow up in but the world ideally that you want to see i think that is a lighter and more innovative and creative way to view steps going forward rather than identification of problem and you know where we're at, we're, we're, we're a political race of beings now, lobbying and fighting and organizing and at war, everybody's at war with each other. Um, I think at the ground level, it's a little bit different than what it was. It used to be men and women fighting to see a world and maybe they don't even get the opportunity to do so. They might not have the opportunity to, to, to experience that themselves. But the fighting to create or, you know what I'm saying, help create a world that they ideally want to see, a better world, evolution of civilization, more freedoms for the individual, more power for the people. You know what I mean? Not just what do I get out of it, which is important too. I got wants, I got hopes, I want to secure myself, I want to be safe. I want my family to be safe. I'm not here to fucking... I'm not a martyr. I am not a fucking martyr. <laughs> I'll tell you that. You know what I mean? I'm out for self-preservation. No bullshit. But... 
as well. Not letting that part of you die, man. How? What world do you, you know? Got to keep it. Got to keep that part of us alive. I think it is alive. I think it is alive. Um, people protect passions, and I respect that. People protect their arts. I respect that. People protect their uh, ways of life. I fucking, I respect that. I respect that. This is my way of life, ladies and gentlemen. This podcast is so much of me. <laughs> it's not the completion of me. It's not the totality of me, but it's a lot of who I am. You know, I, I explore ideas. I explore thoughts and I try to share them in a fearless way. And uh, that's who and what I am. And I'm trying to preserve as much of that as possible because it's in my belief that that's important. It's not an important podcast, but I believe that I'm important. I think you should think you're important as well. That's going to be the motherfucking episode. Tell me what you think. I would like to hear, you know, innovative ideas. Anybody, can you hit me up on my motherfucking Instagram? You hit me up on my email. You hit me up on wherever and tell me ideas that you have for companies, corporations, ways that they could go and innovate to create more mutually beneficial relationships. Put the hate aside. Put the stress aside. Put your individual experience with trauma or pain aside for a moment and think for yourself, to yourself for a moment. What is the world, even if you didn't get to experience it, what is the world that you would like to see? Think about that shit, man. Think about that shit. I think that's powerful. Ideas are powerful. You are powerful. I'm powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Nothing Important Podcast. Do me a couple favors. Go on to my Instagram, Nothing Important Podcast on Instagram. Like posts, like reels. Go on to the Twitter. Just got verified. I just got verified. Um, I still got to look up how everything works on Twitter because I'm trying to upload there. Uh, long form. I'm going to upload content. Check me out on Twitter. El Naradada on Twitter. Go over to my YouTube for visual stimulation. YouTube.com, nothing important. Follow, like, subscribe. I'm gonna be doing exclusive shit on Patreon. I just I just talked about Patreon. I just talked about Spotify. That's where I upload the podcast in the motherfucker first place. I'm gonna start doing that as well. Stay tuned. Until next time.